Hi, this is Carl Nicholson. Welcome to Wisdom's Echo, Origin Gates Daily Podcast. For today's insight, I'd like to talk about fasting. I've noticed myself mentioning it, mentioning it a few times during previous podcasts, and I just wanted to kind of talk about it from my perspective today. I would consider my perspective more of a ground, uh, tactical perspective than than as much a you know strategic or uh, some other perspective. Um, just kind of want to share from my vantage point and why I think it's important and why I talk about it. Um, and I think that it, you know, it's one of those, not a taboo subject really, but it's something that, you know, how much do we talk about it? Because it's one of those things Yeshua said that we're supposed to do in secret. So we do it in secret. Um, and I, I just, I just think it's worth talking about. Um, I think there's some, some great, there's some great things that I've learned in my life and experienced, and I know it has been a key part of it. Um, and before I jump into the, I kind of wrote down some points and reasons, um, before I jump into them, I just wanted to compare it real quick to my, my military life. Um, and I think especially in special operations, um, and if there was something to compare it to, I, I think fasting in, in Yahweh's kingdom I would personally compare it to in in my life in in special operations, actually to sleep and nutrition. Um, in the military as a whole, there's a they call it the performance triad, um, and it's three main things: it's uh, activity, sleep, and nutrition. Um, that are kind of the three things you know a whole rounded person should focus on. Well, in uh, you know, so activity is a given. Um, of course, I'm going to be active. If I'm, you think of military and that kind of stuff, you think of active doing stuff, um, doing stuff at whatever level. But the thing that's not appreciated enough, and I've even talked about it on previous podcasts, is a lack of sleep and hunger and going through these different trainings where I'm all subjected to these situations where I don't get enough nutrition and I don't get enough sleep and I'm still trying to perform and do all these activities. So it seems like activity is the main thing. Um, and really, there's a testing that happens of that of you know all of that stuff. I'm tested in activity, tested in the ability to go without the nutrition and the sleep <clears throat> to execute a mission. But I would say the one of the greatest hidden strengths behind any um, operator that works at a high level is the sleep and is the nutrition. You get it. You understand. I mean, everybody understands that there's a a level of um, fitness and activity that that is you know supposed to be at a high level and it's expected it's expected but what i think not many people truly appreciate and can understand is the amount of um time and energy that is invested at the highest levels of of operators special operators getting enough sleep and good nutrition um I went, did some sort of, uh, I guess I could just call it training, but a few years ago and what, what it was, was, you know, now for years, um, we've had, we had people had, uh, maybe 10 to 20 different provider type people with a master's level and above everybody was master's level and above. And the whole, almost the whole time, the focus was on taking these small steps to teach people how to do the right things, to have proper sleep hygiene and how to, how to eat the right way and how to, 
how to just work that into diet. They know that we're going to do the physical stuff. They know we're going to stay active. It's not about that. It's about perfecting these other things that are so vital um, in the in the big picture of things all the time. It's it's in those acute times. It's in those situations and those missions that we need the to be able to function without the sleep and without the uh, nutrition. But in the rest of our life and all of our life, um, we need to be good at that stuff. And, and I would say that is one of the secrets. It's almost like a hidden thing, even though it's not, it seems so basic, but it's actually a hidden thing that is, that is, uh, almost a pillar behind, um, what make, you know, what keeps the sustainment of success throughout time is the, the focus and the energy and the care that's taken, um, by those, you know, operating at a high level to take care of their own sleep and their own nutrition. So, so that, that is how I personally see fasting in Yahweh's kingdom. I mean, it's not the one thing. If there's one thing, it would be prayer or communion with Yeshua, right? And Yahweh, it would be walking this thing out. I I would call that the activity. Um, you know, and praise the activity, worship the activity, um, having faith, the activity, there's all these things of the activity, but what about those other things? Those other little hidden things that, that will round out the, the son and the daughter in Yahweh's kingdom. That's so important. That's kind of a given kind of everybody knows. And it's clearly spoken of in the Bible, but do you know, do we understand it? And do we see it like that would be my question. And and that is personally how I see it. Um, that is why I talk about it. Um, I know, uh, I worked a couple years, uh, I worked for a little over a year in Mexico and the missionaries I worked with down there were, uh, just a, it's an amazing group of people. And, you know, there was a, the, it was built into lifestyle to fast about every other day. And I I lived in that lifestyle and I kind of grew up in, um, in that lifestyle. That's kind of what I've, where I've learned and why I am a lot of the ways I am. Um, but along with that, you know, came, um, just this, there was an extra element or anointing behind everything that was done. Everything was, it just, it's almost like it intensified everything and made it better. I remember sitting at the house and, uh, sitting in a big circle, 10 to 15 of us at one of them's house and just, you know, talking about, uh, God's kingdom and testimonies and stuff like that. It wasn't even trying to have a church service or nothing. It was just talking about the goodness of God. And I remember hearing angels singing in the background. It just blew my mind. And, uh, everybody heard them. Everybody heard the same thing. Um, and you know, like, so yes, the activity, the prayer, the, everything is the the main reason and the testimony and the agreement and Yeshua being in the midst of us is really the reason why, but you know, behind that lurking behind that was, and is, um, a lifestyle of, of intense, uh, fasting and, and dedication to, to God in that sense to, uh, to just to, to want to, because we want to see that kind of stuff. I want to experience that kind of stuff. I mean, if, if angels are making sounds around us, I want to hear them, you know, uh, and I know you do too. And, and, and that's the reason I want to talk about this. I think it, it can help, uh, in one of the, some of these areas to get us to those, get us past those points. It can be that, that, that help to break through the wall that we need to break through. Um, it can help us with that. Um, so, you know, one of the, 
Also, if you look in the Bible, the Old Testament, and the New Testament, and the mighty men and women of God who, who moved and did awesome things in God's power, one of the things you, you one of the common threads in the Old Testament and the New Testament is fasting. Um, you'll see, uh, you know, obviously Moses was on the mountain for all that time. Elijah fasted forty days. Um, there's a, you know, the the prophets who were calling on God and, and fasting. We, we know that um, Yahweh talked to people in, in Isaiah 58. Isaiah is talking about how um, fasting, uh, there's a reason to do it. There's a way to not do it. There's a wrong way to fast. And it's the same thing in the New Testament. Yeshua was talking to the Pharisees when they fast twice a week, but they, it was ineffective for them because they, they were coming from the wrong place. Their intent was wrong. And that's the same thing Yahweh was saying in the Old Testament. And Isaiah was, it's, it's about executing justice and righteousness. That's, that's the, that's the goal behind, um, why we fast and why we would afflict our, our souls before Yahweh. It's, it's to do justice, to execute justice and righteousness. And it, and it gives some great promises after we do that, that our light will shine and break forth and all this amazing stuff. And then in the new Testament, we hear Yeshua, you know, he said a couple of things about it. One, he said, um, when you fast, don't tell anybody you've done it. Don't tell anybody you're doing it. Wash your face, anoint your head. Um, and go out and you do this thing in secret and Yahweh will reward you openly. My father will reward you openly. And that, so there's an element of fasting that me personally, you know, I, I'm, we are hidden with Yahweh. And so there's an element about doing this thing that, that is just like a, it's like a practical thing that I, I can use as a touch point to understand my hiddenness with Yahweh. It's not something we have to talk to people about um, and, and, and then we can be rewarded openly. That's it's really awesome. That's just pretty amazing. And then uh, another time Yeshua talked about it was, you remember he come down from the mountain and um, his face was shining and the disciples, some of his disciples were trying to cast out a, a demon out of a kid and they couldn't do it. <laughs> and um, he cast it out. And then what did he tell them? He said, you know, why couldn't we, you know, they, he said, because of your unbelief. He said it was unbelief. But then at the end of that, he did say, this kind will only come out by prayer and fasting. So it's awesome to see that um, he threw that in there, um, that it's just kind of throwing it out there for whoever can, whoever can pick it up. Um, and then some pretty awesome comments for him as well um, when he's talked about why do the disciples of the Pharisees and John fast, but you don't. And he said, you know, he gave him an answer, um, but uh, you know, he said, can the, can the disciples fast while the bridegroom is with them? There'll come a time when they will fast. And in those days they'll fast when he's taken away from them. But I think one of the, one of the things he was really saying, he's, he didn't, he said by not saying in that situation was he just didn't broadcast it to them when they fasted. It, I, I guarantee you, it was not that his disciples didn't fast. It was going back to what Jesus said about doing it in secret. They didn't know they were fasting. Um, because they, they did secret fasting. And I think that would be one of my other points. Um, if you show me a great man or woman of God in our generation today, and I personally will not believe you that that person does not have a secret life of fasting. Um, I know there's a lot, there's some great men of God and they talk about how they don't like fasting and they hate doing it. And I'm just telling you, I'm telling you, they're tricking you. Um, the great men and women of God on this planet 
who move in Yahweh's power and wisdom, understanding all that, they have a secret life of fasting. I will guarantee you that. Um, he, I, I mean, I just say, he who has ears, let him hear. Um, but they're just, they're just doing it good secretly. I believe they're doing it uh, secretly the way Yeshua said to do it. Don't be tricked. They're probably, they're not trying to lie to you, but they, they, uh, I think people get really good at hiding it. And that's the whole thing behind it. You know, um, can we do it to where Yahweh recognizes it and, and really go after that, go after him with it, then, then try to do a, you know, make a, routine or some earth made pattern that we think, uh, God has to answer, you know, 10 steps to get God's answer. That's not what it's about. Um, <clears throat> so that's all I have for this, uh, today's episode. Uh, God bless you. Um, I guess in closing, I, I would just say my own personal life. Um, I remember, when I first got saved, um, going on a, doing a few extended fasts with a few friends. And I remember just some powerful times where <clears throat> Yahweh moved, um, really before I had any idea what I was doing. And it was just came out of a desire and great hunger to be with him. And I think that's the other thing with fasting is when we give up, when we go through those times and we give up food or we give up food and water, you know, like Ian and people have talked about, and Jesus said it, our, our, our substance actually comes down from heaven. When we give up that thing and we can by faith engage with the true bread and commun the, the communion, the true bread and the true blood and the, the air of Yeshua and that, that substance that comes from heaven, it, give, it's almost, it gives us a, a touch point and like an anchor point to tap into that supernatural bread and that supernatural substance that's available to us. And we can actually... Um, be sustained by that. And I think there's a trade, there's an exchange that happens when we fast where we actually take in that, that substance of heaven and um, we, it's, a, it's a resistance line that we push back between of what our body thinks that we need of real food and we, of it actually needs of the heavenly food. And that, that is what happens um, each time that we truly fast before our Father. Um, have a good day. God bless you. Bye-bye.